Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Let's make our confession together. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus name. Amen. So God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. Have your way. Get the glory out of everything tonight. Wednesday, can I just hear you put a praise in the atmosphere for five seconds? Our praise lets the Lord know that we are ready to receive. Create a womb for the word to be deposited in. Come on, three, two, I need to hear you Wednesday. Release your sound. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do me a favor. Touch somebody close to you. Say, let's bring heaven to earth. Let's bring heaven to earth. So grab a seat. Let's go to work. So this month, our series is called Summer School. Now, y'all got to help me because I don't normally preach in hats. It's so different. It feels so different. All right, let's go. Our series is Summer School. Everybody say Summer School. Um, this series is designed to eliminate unnecessary destruction in your life. Why? Hosea 4, 6 says that my people, now this is interesting because God said, even though my people may have faith, they may have talent, they may have gifts, they may have skills, they may have ability, even though they have me, my people are still destroyed because they lack knowledge. So the purpose of summer school is to make sure that unnecessary destruction is shut down in your life. Hear me. You are not going to make stupid mistakes from this day forward. You're not going to make the same crazy uh, thing and crazy steps and crazy actions that you did in the past. Is there anybody beside me in this building or online where you can say, I've wasted enough of my days, enough of my time, enough of my energy, enough of my emotion, watch me, enough of my tears. I have wasted enough and I refuse to waste any more of my days, which means if I want to eliminate unnecessary destruction, I have to make sure that I get knowledge. Everybody shout knowledge. 
So that's why we're in summer school. So what is summer school by definition? Number one, there are courses that are taken during summer school vacations for this reason, for remedial purposes. And most of us, when we hear the term remedial, we often think of something negative, but it's not a negative word. The word remedial means to remedy and to cure, which means this month God says, there are some things I'm going to give you the remedy to. There's some things you've not been able to figure out. Why isn't this working? Why isn't this happening? Why do I keep going through the same thing? Why do I keep going around the same circles over and over and over again? And for many of you, this month will be the end of your circles and your cycles. Hear me Wednesday. Watch me. Watch me. It will be the end of you going through the same thing over and over again, being sick and tired about the same thing over and over again. At a certain point, you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired about the same thing. Is there anybody in this building that says, God, I got some riddles and I expect you to give me some remedies to my riddles. I, I have some question marks in my life and I need you to give me some answers. Prophesy to somebody close to you, touch her, say answers are on the way. Answers are on the way. Answers uh-uh, you got to tell somebody that when you release that, they're going to put a praise behind it because they're excited about you getting the answer. Because if I'm getting the answer and you getting the answer and we getting the answer, everybody in this section going to have an answer. Everybody online going to have an answer. Tell somebody else, please, say answers are coming. I don't really like the way they responded either. Get you a third person and touch them and say answers are on the way for you. And it's going to happen just that fast. You've been dealing with it for decades, but you're going to get your answer. You've been struggling with it for years, but you're going to get your answer. First Samuel 3.19 says, and the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. I'm going to say it one more time, but I need you to act like I'm not talking to your neighbor. I'm not talking to your mama them. I'm not talking to your cousin them, but I'm talking to you. Lift your hands and say, answers are coming to me. Remedial purposes. Summer school is for remedial purposes, but not just remedial purposes. They're also, the word remedy, remedial, not only means remedy, but it means to cure. Which means there are certain things that God says, I'm going to cure in you. I'm going to cure your low self-esteem. Mm. I'm going to cure your struggle with identity. I'm going to cure your fight within yourself. For many of you, your greatest enemy has been your enemy. And God says, I'm putting you in school in the middle of summer because when fall comes, you're not going to fall the way you used to fall. I I'm putting you in summer school in the middle of the year. Why? Because there are things I want to cure in you because you can't conquer unless you first have a cure. David was only able to fight Goliath because there was something in David that, watch me, that was remedied and cured. David had not yet experienced the defeats that Saul had experienced. He had not yet had the exposure to pride the way that Saul did. So David was able to conquer something because he was cured. And hear me, there's a difference between you moving on from something and being healed from something so in summer school God says you're not just gonna move on I need to make sure that you're healed because if you're not healed you're gonna take the same problem from your past into your present and it's gonna be your future but I'm excited that I'm preaching to some people tonight in this building and online but this month you're gonna get your remedy and your cure I'm not carrying that baggage with me I'm not carrying that issue with me I'm not carrying that drama with me say my remedy and my cure are here 
But then secondly, it is summer school is for personal and professional advancement, which means this month, while many people are retreating, you and I will be advancing and accelerating. What does that mean? We'll be going further, faster. Do not be shocked or surprised if this month you don't see things that have been on delay all of a sudden take off. Let me prophesy to only those of you that got faith like mine that's on fire. You're about to take off. Your plane has been held back long enough. Your plans have been held back long enough. God's plan for your life has been held back long enough. If there's something in you that says, I've been in delay and every delay has been to my benefit, but I'm excited that I'm about to advance and accelerate and go further faster. I need you to shout with no music. Go right there. Put a praise in the atmosphere. No, your shouts should sound like I've been waiting on this. I have sown for this. I have prayed for this. I have given for this. I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. Say, I'm going further faster. All right, so watch me. Sunday's message was called Prayer is a Factory. Why? Because many people misunderstand and consequently get frustrated or angry with prayer. You've heard people say, well, prayer doesn't work. No, the way you do it doesn't work. Um, uh, people will say, well, God doesn't work. Mm -mm, the, the way you approach him doesn't work. You approach him as a genie in the bottle, not a God. You approach him as your homeboy, not the Lord of your life. Watch me. And the way you approach a thing determines what you're able to apprehend and receive from a thing. So I taught you on Sunday that prayer is a factory. Say it's a factory. What does this mean? James 5, 16 says, the prayer of a righteous person. Now, what does this mean? Well, Bishop, I made some mistakes, so this isn't talking to me. The devil is a lie. The scripture teaches us that when Jesus hung on the cross 2,000 years ago, he was the anthropos, the theos and, and anthro. That means he was the God man. He was so much God you can believe he's man, so much man you can believe he was God. When he died, he, watch me, he literally took the sins of the world on himself. And the Bible says that he imputed righteousness. What does that mean? He transferred it. In other words, anybody ever got a cash out from somebody? That's imputed. Anybody ever got a Zelle from somebody? That's imputed. Anybody got an ACH deposit from somebody? That's imputed. So in other words, God says your account was negative, which means you were totally unrighteous. But when I received Jesus, all of a sudden I get a transfer. Which means when God sees me, he doesn't see my mess. He doesn't see my flaws. He doesn't see my issues. He sees the deposit that he made. Oh, my God. And for some of you, people may think that you're not worth much, but God thinks you're worth dying for. People may talk about you and not love you, but God said, I thought you were worth me giving my life. I made the ultimate deposit and sacrificed him to you. Which means when I receive the Lord, even on my most wretched day, watch me. All I got to do, First John chapter 1, confess my sin and he is faithful and just to forgive me which means I'm not trying to become righteous because he made me righteous I strive to live righteously it means I'm doing it from a place of already being instead of trying to become which means I'm not trying to perform because I am I do okay so the prayer of a righteous person so so say say this is me it has great what Power. That word power there is the Greek word dunamis, which means this thing works. It's like dynamite. It explodes. And anything dynamite touches, it can never go back to being what it was before. Which means your prayers are so powerful that when they touch something, it can't go back to the way it was. Have you ever prayed something, saw the results, and be like, doggone, I wasn't expecting. 
Uh-uh. I need you to make sure you ain't sitting next to a punk but a prayer warrior. Touch the person next to you and tell them, say, my prayers have power. My prayers have Online, where the majority of us are, type that in the comments. My prayers happen. When I pray, things change. When I pray, things shift. When I pray, heaven moves. When I pray, bodies are healed. When I pray, he makes the enemy back up. When I pray, situations change. When I pray, money comes. When I pray, favor shows up. When I I wish I had somebody in the building and online that knew your prayer had power. Shout power right there. So watch me. He says, the prayer of a righteous person has great power, here it is, as it is working. As makes this verse a mathematical equation, which means the power is in the process. I don't like your silence. The power is in the process. Most of us fall in love with the destination but don't enjoy the process. You get excited about Cabo San Lucas, but you don't get excited about having to get up at five to catch the flight. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You, you get excited about the end result, but you don't get excited about the process to get the result. So, so watch me, watch me, watch me. Allow me to be, allow, allow me to be Chef Boya Bishop tonight, okay? This, this, this yellow cake, now listen, ain't nothing like a homemade. Okay, let me, let me see who's in the building. Um, so there's cake, and then there's hood cake. And one of them plastic things with the little clear but frosted top with the yellow bottom. Okay. All right. This is a bougie Wednesday service. Okay. Okay. It's bougie. Okay. Bourgeois. Okay. Okay. You only. Okay. 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 You only get your cake from Whole Foods. Okay. You. Okay. I want your dulce de leche cake. Okay. Your Chantilly cake. Okay. All right. Got it. Whatever. So. So, so this, this, this yellow cake right here, the hood version of this cake, nothing like it in the world, okay? All right, everybody look at me. This, this is prayer. You excited about this. Your prayer announces the end that begins and starts a process that's producing what you pray for. You're excited about this, but God says, well, all you did was just start this. It's quiet in this building. It's quiet in these comments. So watch me. So you're like, my prayer's not working. It is working. What it did is it started the process because the first thing I got to do, you ready? Once you pray is I got to open you up and take something out. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Which means sometimes the exact opposite of what you prayed happens after you pray because now you didn't realize that the process to get you what you asked for was going to require me to open you up and take something out. Would you please touch somebody and say, your prayers are working. I, first thing I got to do is your prayers are announcing the end. Okay, maybe, maybe you're not into yellow cake. That's okay. I, I, got, I got angel food for you too. I got angel food. I got angel food. See, it doesn't matter what you prayed for. The process requires the same thing. So you think, well, it's not as intense as that. It's not as big of a deal as that. It's not the same thing, but it requires the same thing because even though this prayer is different, it still requires me to open you up and take something out. Which means I got to make, watch me, there's ingredients that are in you that the only way I can get access is I got to open you up. Let me translate open you up. I got to let you go through some pain. 
come on here. I got to let you go through some heartache. I got to let you go through some disappointment. I got to let you think that something is wrong because you're so used to being shut down and closed up. And so now you're comfortable. So the first thing I got to do to answer your prayer is make you uncomfortable. I wish I had some people in this building. Touch somebody and say, God's got to make you uncomfortable. There's ingredients in you that I got to get out of you. There's ingredients in you that I got to get out of you. And the only way that I can get these ingredients out of you is that I got to open you up. See, it doesn't matter what you pray for. You can get the yellow hood cake or you can get, you can get the white cake. It don't, it, don't matter, it don't matter what cake you pray for. I got to open you up. You ready? And while I'm making this cake, you ready? It's going to get messy. Because now, now, not only did I have to open you up, not only did I have to get you uncomfortable, but now I have to stretch you in places. I have to stretch you in places that you didn't know you could be stretched. I got to make you forgive people you were determined to hate. I got to make you uncomfortable. And, and this process isn't pretty. And so many people will tell you, I prayed for Monday and then by Tuesday it was done. And that can happen. But the reality is, is that prayer begins a process. So I got to open you up. And, and this, is, this is not always pretty. And then I have to take you from the container you were in. And I got to measure to make sure you're enough for what you asked for. Because maybe the you that you were when you asked isn't enough for the you you need to be for what you asked for. So you asked me to use you, but you get aggravated when two people talk about you. So now I got to make sure that your backbone is strong enough. And I got to make sure that your skin is tough enough to handle what you asked for. Because why give it to you and I got to take it from you because you don't know what to do with it. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta measure you up. I gotta open you up, and then once I open you up, I, I gotta measure you out. I gotta make sure that you measure up for what it is that you asked for. And and and, and if you, and then watch me, I, I, I gotta, I gotta then, I, I gotta see to get the real measure of who you are. I, I gotta shake some stuff. I, I gotta, I gotta knock some stuff around. Cause see, you look like you're more than what you are. There's some people that you thought that were with you that the only way you're going to find out that they're not with you is when I start saking and sifting and sifting and saking. And it's not a negative thing. It's my process to answer what you prayed for. Because what you prayed for, watch me, is this. But I can't get you to this until I take you through this. It's quiet in this building. It's quiet in this building. Can I get you to lift your hands and open your mouth for five seconds and say, my prayers are working. My prayers... My prayers are working. 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 Everything I'm going through right now is to produce what I prayed for. Everything I'm going through right now is to produce what I prayed for. So let's go. So let's go. So, so look at this scripture. Look at the scripture. First John, it says this. It says, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. What's his will? His word. So everything we pray for, we attach scripture to. Okay? You don't just go praying for random things. Okay? You pray according to his will. Okay? And how do I know his will? It's his word. You ready? These instructions on the back of this box. See, see watch me. The prayer comes with instructions. <laughs> you ready? Everything you can have, everything you can be, God says, I've already released it in my word. Now, listen, I'm telling you up front 
what the instructions are. So the scripture says, if you pray anything according to his will, which is his word, he hears us. Say, he hears me. Look at the next verse. It says, and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask. Now, let's start right there. Some of you have been trained. No, you can't ask God for that. See, that's a limiting thought. For some of you, the worst thing that could have ever happened was that you grew up in church. Because, because you, you were limited in your thought because you were served somebody else's fears. Come on. Come on. Come on. You were served somebody else's limitations because it didn't work for them. They're teaching that it can't work for you. But I wish you'd touch somebody close to say, anything is possible for me. I... Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Say it with some attitude. In the comments, type it with some attitude. Say, anything is possible for me. I... It might be impossible for you, but my God says that if he be for me, who would dare be against me? My God says in Jeremiah, is there anything too hard for God? Nothing. So if he's with me and there's nothing too hard for him, that means there's nothing too hard for me. So this is what you pray for. This is it. You see? You see? This is the end. This is what you're excited about. This is what you're shouting about. You got to open you up empty you out, and then there's all these instructions. I'm just trying to get this. Okay, but you have to do this. <laughs> and it tells you, one, you're going to go through some prepping. Two, you're going to go through some mixing. Three, it's about to get hot in here. You're going to have to go through some baking. The atmosphere feels a little prophetic in here. <laughs> and we know that he hears us in whatever we ask. Listen to this part. Here's your shout. We know that we have the request that we ask of him. Look at me. Look at me. This is in this. Uh -uh, I, don't, I don't like that you didn't sound like you understood. So let me back to Tango. He says, and we know that he hears us. And if he hears us, and whatever we ask, we know that we have the request, which means it's not on the way. Look at me. Ain't nothing coming. It's already. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What if I told you, watch me, everything you need for what you pray for, God says, is already here. Watch me. I just got to take you through some steps, but you already have it. It's already in your possession. It's already in your reach. It's already in your telephone. It's already in your email. It's already in your education. It's already in your background. Please open up your mouth and say, I already have what I need. All these ingredients. All these ingredients. Watch me. He says, all this is, is in this. Now, watch me. What's not in this, I'm going to add to it. I'm, I'm going to add to it. And, and it tells you exactly. Now, if you like me, watch me. And some of y'all, you can do cakes the other way, where you can do all of these free-flowing. I can't do all that. We're going to follow the box. And maybe that's your neighbor's problem. They've been freestyling life. So God says, you've been doing it your way, which is why your cake coming out all kind of. Say, Lord, your way, not mine. Sad Wednesday, say, your way, not mine. 
All right, all right, okay, so here we go. All right, so, 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 Gus is, okay, all right, here we go. So first thing we need to do is we're going to need to add, we're going to need to add, we're going to need to add some liquid. Say we got to add some liquid. Okay, so, so we got to, I got to put you in this bowl. Now, watch me. You were, you were too big for this. But in this, you don't feel big enough. Which means when I'm answering your prayers, don't be surprised if a little insecurity shows up. Come on. Don't be surprised if a little low self-esteem don't pop up. Don't be surprised if you feel like, you ready? It's overwhelming. Because this seems so much bigger than that. Okay. So, so I gotta add. I got some. Add, I gotta add. I gotta add. It says we gotta add a cup. Gotta add a cup of liquid. Gotta add a cup of liquid. Let's flip it around. They got me the metric system. I need. I need the American system. Okay, there we go. I, I gotta. Gotta add a cup. Okay, you ready? I, I gotta add something. Say he's adding something. Okay, everything that you go through is him adding something. So you didn't know why. I don't know why I went through that relationship. And that thing just went, God said, mm, I need to add something. Uh, me. You're, you're so favored by God that even your disappointments are divine. You're so favored by God that even your cancellations are divine. Even what seemed like it was demonic. Romans 8, 28, all things work together for your good. God says, everything that you've gone through has been adding something to you. So I got to add it. I got to add it. I got to add it. So we add the liquid. Okay? I got to add it. I got to add it. It feels different because you're not used to that being present. Which means the whole process of your prayer being answered means that you feel totally different because you're not used to that. And now you're ready. Now I got to crack some eggs. Come on, you got, you got to do it for me. Okay, now, now we got to crack some eggs. So you got the candles out ready. It ain't time for that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And we got to get this box out the way. For, for some of you, you ready? Uh, for some of you, you, what you need to do is, 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 is you keep the box in front of you just as a reminder that while I'm going through what I'm going through, I'm going to what I pray for. So, so we got to crack some eggs, and, and, which means, you ready? We're going to have to upset something. Okay? All right. So you don't want your prayers answered if you want everybody to be happy. Because contrary to popular belief, everybody don't want to see you win. You want to know the most, one of the most difficult revelations to ever have to deal with is that sometimes it's your own flesh and blood that don't want to see you win. So we got to crack some eggs. We got to crack some eggs. Got to crack some eggs. Got to crack the egg. Got to crack it. That's messy. That's messy. Now, he, he doing it real nice and professional. Like, here, just put it, put it, put it right there. Put it right there. Okay. Okay. We got to crack some eggs. Watch me. I have to crack. What, what is an egg? Can I get deep Wednesday? What is an egg? It, it is. It is. I want to keep this as PG as I can. What is an egg? It is an unfulfilled promise. Which means I have to add disappointment I, I gotta add disappointment and not just one uh, watch me I have to add three which means which means I've got to add disappointment to this you went through all of this labor to produce something that never becomes what you intended for it to become you went through all this labor talking about this my friend this my friend to only discover that that was not a friend that was a foe you went through all this labor to, to start a business to only have the business to flop it and not do well. I got to add not one disappointment, not two disappointments. I have to add multiple disappointments to your process. But watch me. But what I'm doing is making what you asked for. 
Because sometimes failure is the most important ingredient to success. Oh my God. Here's your shout Wednesday. Who can thank God not for the things that have gone well in your life, but you can thank God for the failures that you've had because they're about to fuel your success. Let's go. Let's go. So, so okay, so we, we've cracked some eggs. So I've got the remnants of disappointment. I, I got the remnants of disappointment. Okay, I, I got remnants of disappointment. What, what else we got to do? Now, you ready? This, this is where all my, my Pentecostal folks, you can, get, you can get excited right here. Because now I need to add the oil. Which means I'm about to put some super on your natural. I'm about to anoint you to do what you're about to do. I'm going to give you the grace to do what it is that you got to do. I'm going to give you the strength to do what it is that you got to do. Other people are going to look at it and say, how are you doing what you do when you do what you do? But Facebook, but YouTube, but Twitch, wherever you're watching from, you're about to be graced to do this. I need you to lift your hand and say, God, give me the grace to do what I prayed for. Come on. Give me the grace to be who I need to be for what I prayed for. God, when I do it, let it be easy. God, anoint me to do it and anoint me to do it well. Please tell somebody close to you, say, God's going to give you the oil to do it. Now look, now look, we celebrating the oil, we celebrating the oil, but to get olive oil, you got to crush your olives. To get vegetable oils, you have to crush and then extract, which means the only way God can anoint you to do something is you got to go through stuff that crushes you, because that's the only way to get the oil up out of you. Notice the final ingredient to add before we heat it up. The final ingredient to add. Before, why? Because when you go through the heat, you ain't going to go through it like everybody else. You're going to have oil for this. I don't like the way some of y'all are sitting there looking at me. I don't like the way some of y'all are chatting in them comments. I need you to lift your hands, open your mouth, and say, I'll be anointed to handle the heat. Let's go. Let's go. It says, it says the ingredients, and it tells me. It says this is how much, how much oil. We need a half a cup. We need a half a cup. Come on, we just, we're going to put that right there. We need a half a cup. All right, you need a half a cup. Okay, say a half a cup. Okay, which means, which means we're going to measure this out. And, and I can't let up on the pressure until there's enough oil extracted. So if you, if you rebuke the pressure, if you, watch me, if you run from the pressure, if you run from the stress, because what is pressure? It's nothing more than stress. But often when we think of stress, we think of it in a negative connotation. But all stress is is proof of expectation. He's putting weight on you to say, I know you can produce something. He's putting weight on you saying, I know that you got greater on the inside of you. Is there anybody in the building online besides me where you know there's greater on the inside of you? Come on, on three, shout greater. One, two, three, greater! I got to pour the oil. I got to pour the oil. Now, all the ingredients are in place. This, this is the box version. This is not the from scratch version. Although those ingredients are present, what's the revelation behind from scratch? It requires more. And for some of you, here's, here, here it is. For some of you, you're not a box cake person. You're a pioneer. 
You're the first to do it in your family. You're the first to do it in your bloodline. You're the first one saved in your family. You're the first one serving in your family. You're the first six-figure, seven-figure earner, eight-figure earner. You're the first one in your family. So because you're the first, watch me, you, you don't, your ingredients aren't this simple. You got to get the sugar and the flour and the this and the that and the baking. So you got to do all that. Okay, but for tonight's message, we right here. Okay, well, isn't it time for me to go ahead and get what I want? Here's the problem. This isn't edible. This, this is not edible. See, we get excited about cake. <laughs> you get excited about this. But the only way we can make this edible, come here, only way we can make this edible, now I got to make your whole life a mess. It wasn't that bad when the ingredients were separate. But I got to make your whole life, hold it out there, hold it out there so you can see it. Now don't do it on that monitor now. I, I, I got to make your whole life a mess. But what you're not paying attention to is that all of the ingredients are covering all of the mix. Okay, you're not catching it. Which means God says, I'm going to make sure that you're saturated. I'm going to make sure that you're fully covered in all of this. And I got to make sure I get these lumps out of here. Because, watch me, because when you come out, you're going to be ready. Mm -mm. Come on. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm talking to somebody in this building and online. God says, it's been a mess. It's been a mess. It's been a mess, but you're going to be ready. It's been a mess, but what you step into next is going to be the greatest season of your life. It's been a mess, but what you do next will be your greatest victory. Please encourage somebody next to you say, it may have been a mess, but you're going to be ready for your next. That looked good. That looked good. That looked ready. Smell good too. It smell good. Okay. Okay. Watch me. So, so watch me. Now that it's ready, you're like God. Finally, finally, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm right, Lord. I'm done. Hallelujah. I'm ready. He's like, well, well, now I gotta put you in something else. Cause I can't put this in the heat. And for some of you, the issue isn't you. It's the. It's what you ready? It's the vessel that has carried you. It's a whole other revelation. Because the career field you were in wasn't enough to carry who you are. The zip code that you were in, the city that you were in, was not enough to carry who it is that you are. Y'all not going to say nothing. The relationship you were in was not enough to carry. I don't like your silence Wednesday. The mentalities that you were in were not enough to carry who you are. So now I got to pour you into something else. And then I got to put you in the oven. And I got to heat you up. And I got to leave you there. And I got to leave you there until you're ready. According to the box, box says... Box says, box says, I got to leave you there. You ready? It says, I got to leave you there. Uh, no, not two minutes. Mm -mm. I, I got to leave you there. Watch me. It depends on if we're making cupcakes. Or we make it a bunt cake. See, depending on what I'm making determines how long I got to leave you in the heat. 
Which means for some of you, like, God, I've been in this heat for a long time. That's because what he's making you into and what he's making you into is going to be something beautiful. So, I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for you. Open your mouth, please. Say, he's making to me in something great. He's making me something great. Mm -mm. Say it with authority. Say, he's making me something great. So since, watch me. So since he's making me something great, pay attention. He says, I got to leave you in here. And uh, once I leave you in here, I got to let you heat up. Once you heat up, I got to let the fire do what the fire does. I got to leave you in there. And then once I leave you in there, I got to pull you out. And you ready for frosting, ain't you? You, re you ready? You, no. Now I got to let you cool off. Which means you're going to go from these emotional extremes. And somebody like, I don't know, I just experienced it all. I don't know what's going on. Could it be that that's an indication that your process is almost over? For every person, this ain't for everybody, but this is for somebody in this building and online where you've been having some emotional moments that you've been saying, what in the world is going on with me? Could that be an indication that your process is just about over? If I'm talking to you, I'm not talking to everybody, but for those where I am talking to you, I need you to release a praise for three seconds. Why? Your process is almost over. Go. Three. Two. Come on, say my process is almost over. So watch me. So watch me. So watch me. So watch me. So, so look at the verse. Prayer has great power as it is what? Working. We fall in love with the cake. And God says, I need you to love this process. Don't trust the process. Trust the God of the process. But love the process because there's no way around the process. I'm going to say this to you one more time because this is the most powerful line of the entire message. Prayer announces an end Doo -doo -doo -doo. that starts a process to produce what you prayed for. Say Say this, and I need you to say, and don't you say it scared either. Say it with authority. Say, I asked for this. Don't be mad at God. You said, God, blow my mind. He said, okay. You said, God, bless me to be a blessing. Okay. You said, God, get the glory out of my life. Okay. You said, God, make me a curse breaker. Okay. So watch me, Wednesday. Hear me. So, so, so let's go back. First John. First John, chapter 5. Uh, look at verse, or excuse me, chapter 5. Look at verse 15. And we know. Say, we know. That if we hears us, hears us and whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. The moment you prayed it, heaven says, done. Done. Start the process. Start the factory. Start the process. Get the bowl out. Get the equipment out. For some of you, that's the noise you hear in your life. Get the equipment out. Get, the no get, 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 all, this, get all this stuff together. And now I'm going to do Romans 8.28. I'm going to make all things. 
<laughs> you, don't, you don't even understand. Watch me. What's, I want to say a word. What's ticking you off is part of the ingredients. What's disappointing you is part of the ingredients. What's frustrating you is part of the ingredients. What's making you want to snap, cracker, and pop on every ninja you see is part of the ingredients. Somebody say all of it's part of the ingredients. And he's making all of these things work together for the good. He said, you're going to get your cake. You're going to eat your cake, anime. You're going to get your cake. And you get to eat, you watch me, you get your cake, somebody say, and I get to eat it too. But you got to go through that process. So watch me, let's wrap this up, watch me, watch me. We don't have, if you grew up in church, you heard this phraseology, you need to have a prayer life. Wait a minute, if you've ever heard that, people say, you need to have a prayer life, I got a prayer life. Okay, listen, we don't have prayer lives, everybody listen very carefully, prayer is how we live. Which means prayer is not a separate component of me, I am prayer. Prayer is not some separate aspect of my life. Prayer is how I live my life. James 4, 2 says, you have not because you ask not. Which means don't be mad at somebody else that has something that you refuse to ask for. If you want it, you can ask for it. If you see it, you can have it. In fact, don't be a hater. Look at other people and let them be your motivator. When I see somebody else that has something that I want, instead of being jealous, instead of being a hater, stretch your hands and ask for it. The same God that gave them that is the same God that can do that for me. I need you to make sure you're not sitting next to a hater Wednesday. I need you to make sure you're not chatting with a hater online. Would you just touch somebody close to you and say, the same God that blessed you is the same God that's going to bless me. I ain't got a hate on you. I want to see you do well. I want to see you win. I want to see you make it. Why? Because I don't have to be jealous or angry or frustrated. I can ask for what I want. Somebody say, I just have to ask for it. I so what is prayer? I taught you on Sunday. It is three forms of direct two-way communication with God. Number one, from 1 Timothy 2 and 1, it lists the three ways. Number one, supplications. This is when you pray for other Christians. It's like a supplement to their prayer, okay? Number two, prayers, or to pray. It literally means to ask for yourself. Some of you are very good at praying for other people, and sometimes you get angry with God for things you've never asked him for. You were at God, why didn't you do this? He's like, well, you didn't ask me for nothing. Well, Lord, you know what I need. Okay, but what did he say to do? He said, he said, open your mouth and ask for it. Somebody say, I have to ask for it. I pray that God lock an ask in us. Which means that we live our lives in a posture where we're not anticipating what we have not articulated. Where we are not expecting God to do what we have not asked him to do. James says that we have not because we ask not. Say, I have to ask. Right? And the third type of prayer is intercession. Intercession is to pray for those that do not have access to God. What does that mean, Bishop? John 9, 31 says that the only prayer that is heard for an unsaved person is the prayer of salvation, which means prayer is a privilege, not a right. Prayer is something we get to do, but it's not something that we have to do, which means I don't look at prayers, oh, I got to pray. I look at prayers, oh, I get to pray. I get to go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I get to go to the great I am. I ain't got to fight with you. I get to go above your head. I don't have to go back and forth. I ain't going back and forth with nobody. I get to go directly to God. Why? Because it's a privilege and not a right. Say it's a privilege, not a right. So pay attention. Not only is it a privilege, not a right, but look at this. Prayer is a command. There is no, hear me, hear me, Harvest. We don't have a prayer ministry. Everybody's supposed to pray. We don't have a prayer team. Everybody's supposed to pray. 
we don't have a special section designated for prayer warriors. Everybody a prayer warrior. Because prayer is a command. It's something that we all do. Sometimes, again, perhaps depending on the tradition that you grew up in, you saw that there was a special select group of people that prayed. And the Bible said everybody's supposed to pray. Everybody in the church praying. You better hear me. Everybody, everybody from young to old, from black to white, tall to short, whether your hair is natural or you bought it yesterday, everybody is supposed to pray. Say, it's a command. So what does prayer do? Here it is. We're just about done. Prayer brings heaven to earth. This is going to shout me real good. Luke 11 and 2. So he said to them, when you pray, this is Jesus teaching his team how to pray. He says, our father in heaven, hallowed, which means holy, revered, honored be your what? Your name. So pay attention. God says, don't come to me incorrect. Have you ever had somebody come to you to ask you for something and you would have done it except for how they came at you? I would have said yes, but coming at me like that? Listen, you got the right plan with the wrong man. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Right? He said, don't come to me any old kind of way. I'm not your homeboy. I'm not your friend. I am not, I, I am not somebody that you mishandle. I am holy. Y'all not talking. I am to be revered and I am to be honored. It doesn't mean that you go to God scared with your head down fearful. No, the Bible says to boldly approach the throne of grace to obtain mercy in our time of need. But this also means, God says, but don't come to me casually. Don't come to me uh, uh, in an incorrect fashion. Come to me like I'm holy come to me like i'm to be honored watch what jesus says and then this is what you pray your kingdom come you ready your will be done on earth as it is in heaven let's break this verse down and then let's go he says your kingdom the greek word there language of our new testament is the word basilia it means your realm pay attention prayer invites heaven to bring the realm of heaven into the realm of your life why is this important? Because in Genesis 1:26, God gave authority of the earth to us, which means the only way for heaven to legally intervene and interfere with the affairs of the earth is heaven has to be invited. Y'all not talking. And for some of you, you're mad, God, why didn't you do something? You never invited him in because we and I have legal authority over the affairs of the earth. Tell him, say, Lord, I invite you in. I invite you in. I invite, I invite you to interfere, invade, and intercept every situation in my life God I invite you to bring your kingdom your realm your royalty your rule and your reign in my life tell him say Lord I invite you in he says your kingdom come which watch this next part your will be done on earth earth here is this Greek word GE like the appliance company GE my soil which means God says Whatever you sow into, you need to cover that in prayer. Cover your soil. That's not just financial seed. Well, watch me. For some of you, the issue isn't the seed, it's the soil. You, you, watch me. You sow into the wrong type of people. So I put so much into this friendship, right? But they were bad soil. Some soil kills seeds. Okay. Your will be done on earth in my soil in my land, in my country, in the world, watch this last word, in my life. He's saying your will be done where? In my life. Which means, God says, unless you invite my will, my will is not going to be done in your life. 
You just God gonna God gonna make this. God gonna make this. God gonna make that. Okay, here's one of the worst things church people ever taught. God is in control of what? He's a sovereign. A sovereign means he's a ruler. A ruler does not mean that he interjects himself in the affairs of the sovereign territory. The best example I could give you is like the United Kingdom, the sovereign um, king, uh, whatever new king is. Uh, he's Charles. He's the monarch. But do you think he knows everything that's going on within the realms that he has uh, leadership over? No. He has to be invited to intervene in the affairs of the realm. Pay attention. Some of you are like, God, why did you let this happen? Why didn't this happen? God said, why didn't you invite my will? You told me what you wanted to do. You never asked me what I wanted you to do. You told me you wanted to marry him. You never asked me, so that's why I let you do it. But I never said it was a good idea. And you mad at me because I didn't stop it. But I didn't stop it because you never asked me what I wanted. Oh, my God. Open up your mouth. Please say, God, your will be done in my life. Watch me. He says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven, this Greek word, arenos, which means his abode, his perspective. So God says, you need to invite the way I see it. Because we see it from one perspective. God is like, I don't see it that way. Joseph, you're going to go, you're going to be thrown into a pit by your brothers. Joseph, you see it as betrayal. I see it as a setup. You see it, you see it as I forsook you. I see it as I protected you. Because they would have eventually killed you. So if I didn't get them to reject you, you would have stayed in that house and they would have killed you. So I made them reject you so that I could protect you. Y'all not saying nothing. And for some of y'all, you looking at something from the wrong perspective. You're like, God, this, this is bad. God is like, no, this is good. This is the best thing that could have ever happened to you. But if you don't ask for my perspective, you're going to see it from yours and yours is wrong. His abode, his perspective, his happiness. What makes him happy? God says, did you ever ask me? You said, I just want to be happy. God is like, did you ever ask me what makes me happy for you? See, it got quiet in the room right there. It got quiet on YouTube right there. It got quiet on the app right there. God says, did you ever ask me what makes me happy for you? You giving me all this, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. I just Lord and Jesus. And God is like, okay, that's cool. Did you ever, I made you. Did you ever ask me, you was asking for that yellow cake, but maybe, but maybe this is what makes me happy for you. But you never even asked me. Let's ask him. Say, Lord, what makes you happy for me? Come on, we got to go. His happiness and his power. He says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, according to his power. Which means God says there's some things that when you're praying in your power, it doesn't even make sense. So you wouldn't even pray for it. Because you're like, I can't do that. He said, but I don't need you to pray according to your power. I need you to pray according to my power. And my power is omnipotent. It's unlimited. I've got the ability to do anything, anywhere, at any time. I need you to open your mouth. We're just about done Wednesday. Make this declaration. Say, God, according to your power, be it unto me. Say, not by my limitations, not by my limited power, 
but by your unlimited power. Be it unto me. Now, this ain't for everybody. This next shout is just for those of us that say, I'm about to see God's power in this second half in a way I've not seen his power ever before in my life. It, that ain't everybody, but I know it's me, and I just need to see by your praise whether or not it's you. On three, release a praise. One, two, three, go. Right there. Go. YouTube, go. Facebook, go. In the app, go. On the website, go. Not my power. But according to his power, come on, say yes, Lord, in the building. Say it again. Say yes, Lord, in the building. So, so let me give you this. Let me give you this. And I only got time to give you one, maybe two. Right? It's three, but I'm going to give you as much as I can, as fast as I can. So, so what types of prayers bring heaven to earth? Because this sounds good, right? Your kingdom come. Your will be done. But what, okay, okay, but what do I really need to actually pray? Okay, let me give you one. Can I give you one? All right, here's one. God, guard my tongue from limiting my life. <laughs> Ain't it though? God, guard my tongue from limiting my life. Let me read this to you. Ecclesiastes 5, 6. Let not show big old mouth. I, oh, I, I added big old Lead you in the sin and do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God get angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? In other words, God says, you've been saying some stuff. And what you're saying is totally opposite of what you're praying for, what you're believing for. So which, which do you want? Do you want what you ask me for or do you want what you put in the atmosphere? Because you're sending mixed messages and these mixed messages are creating anger. And this anger is going to make me say, you know what? I ain't making no cake. Ain't nobody eating no cake. Say, Lord, guard my tongue from limiting my life. See, that's one of those prayers that bring heaven to earth. So that means you're getting ready to say something, and you, do, you know what? He's going to shut you down. He's going to shut you down. All right, let me get another Let me get another real quick. Let me get another one quick. Let me get another one quick. All right, uh, so here's the prayer. Um, say, Lord, I am who I need to be to have what you said. Watch Isaiah 119. I'm going to get through all of them. Let's go. If you are willing and obedient, life's going to be good for you. So here's the prayer. Lord, make me willing and obedient. Here's what most people pray. Lord, I want to eat the good of the land. But a prayer that brings heaven to earth is make me willing and obedient. Make me the prerequisite so that so that the reward is automatic. Make me the prerequisite so that the fruit is automatic. It's electric. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Would you look at somebody close to you, please, and say, I pray God make you willing and obedient. I... Uh-uh, go to a second person. Say, I pray God make you willing and obedient. Come on and just point to a third one across the room, online, tag somebody. Say, I pray God make you willing and obedient. Because if he does, this second half is about to blow you up. It's going to be the best half of life you've ever experienced. It's going to be the best half of life you've ever encountered. Say, I am willing and obedient. 
So here's, 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 here's how prayer goes. Those are two examples. Let me give you this and we got to go. Prayer is forceful. For some of you, can be honest, your prayers are a little weak. There's no, the Bible says the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous of much. I read you part of that verse earlier. Effective, fervent. Fervent means passionate. Assertive. Aggressive. Which means God says, it's not just what you pray. It's how you asked for. You ready? I know what some of you think. Well, Bishop, I just believe. See, there's your problem because he didn't ask. So please, I know we live in a culture where everybody thinks their opinion matters. It, maybe to you it does. Keep it right there in your seat. Okay? God always throughout scripture paid attention to how people did things. He didn't like the how and they did it. Right? You know, uh, uh, he, 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 didn't like, he didn't like Saul's attitude. He's like, Saul, I don't like your, David has done, done way more than you. But I like his attitude towards me. You, Saul, you did one thing, but your arrogance and your pride is disgusting. I don't, I don't even fool with uh, guys like you. You ready? God, over and over in the scripture, you see God, the way, the, how, Adam, what'd you do? God didn't do nothing until Adam mishandled it. Adam and Eve did what they did, and God didn't say nothing. He didn't say anything until he saw how they handled it. Mm. And for some of y'all, it's not what you're praying. It's how you're praying for it because you're acting like, what? well, if he does it, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. God says, I need you to be aggressive. Matthew 11 and 12, from the time of John the baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful people have been seizing it. It has been forcefully advancing, and what type of person? Force. Forceful. Open your mouth and say, God, make me forceful. He says, the kingdom. Now, remember a minute ago when we were looking at the scripture about prayer, it says, and pray this, your kingdom come. So, from the time of John the baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven has been what? Forcefully advancing. Which means it's been working for somebody. So, it ain't working. Maybe not for you. But somebody make this declaration and say, but it's working for me. It has been forcefully advancing. And forceful people have been getting what they asked for. They've been getting what they came for. They've been getting what they got up and decided this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be made glad in it. Wednesday, we're done. But I need you to make this declaration and say, God... I need you to lock forcefulness in me. Uh -uh, what does that mean? I won't stop until I see what I prayed for. I won't stop until I'm walking in what I worship for. I won't stop until I get what I came for. I will be persistent. I will be consistent. I will be relentless. I will be dedicated. I will fight and fight until I win. And then when I win, I'll celebrate, but then I'm going to get into my next fight. I wish I had some forceful people in this building and online. All the forceful people, hop up on your feet and put a praise in this atmosphere. If you're not forceful keep your seats but all the forceful people on your feet in the building and online somebody say I'm getting everything God has ordained for me this year come on say this year everything 
God has ordained for me. I'll have it in my hands. Put a praise behind that winds they go. I wish I had some forceful people that would walk the altar. I wish I had some forceful people that would just clap their hands. I wish I had some forceful people that would say, God, I am willing and I am obedient. Therefore, I'll eat the good of the lamb. You make me the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. You cause me to always have the victory. All things work together for my good. All things work together for my good. All things work together for my good. And my family will be saved, every last one of them. And my faith will be strengthened. And my finances will increase. And my future will be sure. No weapon. No weapon that is formed against me is going to be able to prosper. And it is so in Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands Wednesday with some forcefulness. I said clap them with some forcefulness. My God, God, I need a sound. Clap them with some forcefulness in the building. Clap them like you're about to see what you came for. Clap them like you're not going to take no for an answer. Clap them like everything God's promised, you came to seize it. Clap them like depression ain't going to have you bound. Clap them like anxiety is not going to have you bound. Clap them like you're not going to go home to the same struggles that you had. Clap. 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 Just the voices. Clap. 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 Come on, Facebook. Clap. YouTube. Clap. In the app. Clap. On the website. Clap. Twitter. Clap. And after you pray, you're going to take action. And after you pray, you're going to take action. And after you pray, you're going to take action. You're not just going to pray about it. You're going to get up and do something. You're going to pray for the job, then go apply for every job that fits. You're going to get up and take action. You're going to pray to be debt free, then you're going to get a strategy. You're not just going to pray to be healthy. You're going to pray to be healthy, then get up and go make changes in how you eat and changes in how you exercise and changes in your life. You're not just going to pray to be closer to God. You're going to pray to be closer to God and then take forceful actions. Say, lock it in me, God. Say, lock it in me, God. In Jesus' name. Heads about eyes closed in this building and online. Eyes closed in this building and online. Eyes closed in this building and online, wherever you're at. <laughs> I'm going to bring heaven to earth. Wherever you're at, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure tonight's your night. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. If that's you and you're in this building or online, when I count to three in the building, you slip your hand up online, you do the hand with your emoji, say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. One, two, wherever you're at, three. Lift that hand in this building. Online, do the hand with your emoji or say it's me. God's not mad. He's not angry. He's not trying to beat you up or beat you down. He's loving you to life. Somebody say, he loves me. Everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me.
I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. So what did that prayer just do? Started a process. It's, salvation is not the end. It's the beginning. The goal isn't to just get saved. Once you get saved, now God says, now I'm going to walk you through a process. That process has a name. It's called sanctification. What does that mean? It's just the process of God transforming your life. And everybody look at me. You're going to make some mistakes in that process. You're going to holler in that process. Can we keep it 100? You're going to fall sometimes in that process. I can't stand religious people that act like they don't. They be the biggest. Lord, he just guarded my tongue. See, I was about to say something. I was about to say something. I'm going to say it at the church. They be the biggest ones. But here's what you do. You get right back up. Keep it moving. Would you encourage somebody next to you because you don't know what they're dealing with? Would you just touch them on the shoulder? Shoulders represent strength in Scripture. Would you just touch them on the shoulder? Say, any place you've fallen, any place you've stumbled, I pray you get back up. We weren't, we weren't built to stay in stumbles. Mm -mm. Se secondly, some of you, you say, but you need a shepherd. Jeremiah says that I will give you shepherds after my own heart. Anything uncovered spoils. So you could be this great, wonderful chocolate hood cake frosting. But if you leave this uncovered, eventually it's going to dry out and it'll become inedible. Because anything uncovered spoils. So whether you're in Denver, Atlanta, online, the majority of us are, and you know I'm your shepherd. Bishop Pullman, how in the world do you know? Um, I was chatting with somebody today, and we were talking. And he said, Bishop, there's hundreds of preachers. He says, but there's something about when I hear you. He said, it sticks with me. He says, me, he said, me and my friend, he said, we talk, he said, every day we talk, we chat, we connect. He said, and you're going to come up three or four times in our conversation. He lives in Birmingham, Alabama. Don't even live here. This is my point. You can live anywhere in Denver, Atlanta, across America, around the world, be a part of the Harvest family. It's the voice of your shepherd. It's not a building. It's not a community. It's not a people. People come, people go. God calls you to a voice. And that voice becomes the voice you lock into. That's Bible. So if I'm that voice for you, connect. Text Harvest to 55498. Enter the option for Join Harvest Church or scan the QR code on the screen. Listen, no previous church experience necessary. We accept a new sheep. All right. Did you get some out of this word tonight? Yeah. Listen, if you came in late, you can make your way. Oh, for those of you that are at the altar, you can just hug somebody on your way to your seat. We're done. Hug somebody on your way to your seat and just tell them, I'm excited about your second half. We're 19 days, 19 days into this second half of the year. And we're excited about it. If you came in late, you weren't able to give, get that ready. If you're going to sow the seal, I want you to get that ready. What is that? Since May of 2022, the Lord said, son, every service... Every, every prayer, everything, I want you to receive an offering and make the people name it. 
And when they name that seed, I'm going to release wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. And that's exactly what God has been doing. Hear me. Um, it has been a record-breaking year for the people of Harvest. If you, if you doubt that, go check the praise reports so you can see how God is moving in the lives of harvesters. Um, and I'm excited that money is not your issue. Amen. I'm excited about that. What's our seed? First of all, we're gonna call you're gonna call you're gonna call this your H T E seed. H T heaven to earth. All right. That's your H T E seed. And here's the seed. We're gonna attach this to Isaiah 1 and 19. So 19, that's it. $19 is our seed. Everybody can sow that seed. Everybody can sow that seed. Now, if you're like me, that ain't no enough. No enough. That's that's courtesy of Bishop Bright. That ain't no enough. So I'm doing double that. So I'm doing 38. I always wanted, I was the type of person where if, if everybody else got two, I wanted four. Amen. <laughs> Anybody else like that? I just, it's just, I just always believed that favor, I just believed that it belonged to me. You missed it. I just believed that it belonged to me. But everybody saw that seed. Get that in your hands. We're sowing to seal. Everybody say, Bishop, I don't have 19. Get as close as you can to it to seal the word. Where's that at in the Bible, Bishop? Great question. Several places, but made explicitly clear in 1 Samuel chapter 9. When they were given instructions from Samuel, the man of God, they said, and what shall we sow to seal this? That's 1 Samuel chapter 9. And that's where that principle emanates from. You can use Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number 2. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, that's available. Hello at Harvest Church, that church. Or, of course, you can use uh, text to give. That's what I just used. Text them out to 84321. Tap the link in Harvest Church when you see the V. That's where you want to be. I love you, Wednesday. Normally, tomorrow, I would have a dark 30 flight to Atlanta. Tomorrow, I don't have that flight. The day after, I have that flight. <laughs> uh, so, thank you for your prayers. Church is going to be amazing on Sunday. 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Have y'all been blessed by the daily pop-ups that we've been doing? These pop-ups have just been crazy. And every time um, we do them, many people come to the Lord. Let me remind you one more time of the decision count. 1,940 people have given their lives to the Lord this year alone. You couldn't fit, you couldn't fit that, and certainly not this building. You couldn't, you couldn't, you, you couldn't fit that into many places. So thank God for technology that we were pioneering something before we knew what it was. Before coronavirus and before all of that, all our apps and all the digital stuff that we did, we didn't even know what we were doing. And hear me, church, we're just getting started. Our best is not behind us, it's ahead of us. And I'm glad you're part of it. Lift your giving to the Lord in the building and online. All you blessed people, make this declaration saying, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I sow to seal this word. When I pray, I bring heaven to earth. When I pray, things shift and change. From this day forward, I will be forceful because the kingdom is advancing. And forceful people are advancing it. Lock that in me, God, for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Bassist of Fasting at Grape Street wants to give you totally free to go. Let's do it together, everybody. Love God, love people, and love life. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to Golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to Golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world.